Hello, Internet. Welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am one of your today two hosts, Wade Mariano, and I am joined by... Hal Dobra. That's a one Gunner Kennedy. Let's get into this. Gunner, how are you doing today? Uh, you know, I, I haven't been uh, attacked by bears as of yet. Uh, I've still got another two hours of uh, consciousness, so uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> We are minus, we are sans uh, Trace today. Trace Finicaro is in a, uh, he went to a destination wedding with his family. An undisclosed tropical location. That is true. Uh, Big ups to the Red Rocket. Congrats on getting married, buddy. Mr. Mr. Corey. We're very, very proud. But uh, Gunnar, what do you you want to talk about today? How was your week? Well... Uh, you know, again, we've uh, just trying not to be consumed by the unrelenting, boring tide of adulthood. You know, we uh, we we had a we we had a horse misadventure this week. Mister uh, Mister Bogo, buy one get one. You know, our free horse. Uh, he uh, just entered into the throes of a horse puberty. And uh, uh-huh. now any any anything that's uh, effectively more than a foot off the ground is considered his new girlfriend. Jesus Christ! So uh, yeah, he's just been, <laughs> he's uh, he's been going insane. And uh, as of uh, he was supposed to get uh, gelded on uh, Wednesday, and uh, I guess he must have heard them in that <laughs> conversation around it because we got him out to the stall, everything like that. And he managed to pull both the boys uh, back to the to the motherland, as it were, through sheer force of will. So really? we just got we got to, we we have to sneak we have to wait for them to descend again and sneak up on him. What? So how does one gelding? What is the process there? I mean, obviously it's you're you're not quite castrating, but you're making it so he's going to be sterile. He's not going to be well. A no, stud. it's it's the it's the whole it's the whole nine yards. So okay. There, the, you know, like again the. Seems a little unfair, but uh, I, I at least with I'm not sure if it's the same thing with horses because uh, you know the, those weren't those weren't the guys I normally deal with. On the sheep, effectively, you just you you crush the you crush the wedding vegetables. Oh, crush them? Well, yeah, you, you like you, you crush the cords so uh, oh. the, the blood vessels are impaired. Gotcha. That's uh, that's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's really really <laughs> really there's 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 uh. There's not a single pleasant or dignified thing involved in livestock rearing, even if they are your friends. Now you are making that horse a gelding because is it a temperament thing? Is it just? Oh well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like he he uh, besides that he he's been kind of going to town uh, trying to murder the sheep that he uh, lives with because they're about the same size as coyotes and horses really live by. Uh, Focus on uh, smashing things smaller than them. They're really the, they're really like the 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 pooping the the pooping hoofed assholes of the animal kingdom. Hmm. Like worse than like llamas, like spitting. Well, yeah, llamas don't llamas don't have hooves, so they actually just have toes because they're just you know, nature decided that some they, that you know like it needed to find something a little creepier than just deer in general. So it's like here I'm going to give you a thing with fingers and fingernails. That sounds. I, I, what do you think the evolutionary uh, reason for that might be? <laughs> well, 
again, so so llamas and alpacas are uh, what they call camelids. So you have all the real you have all the real camels, and then like the camels that like wussed out and are like this is this is this is this whole desert thing just sucks. You know they're 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 the land equivalent of whales and dolphins, were which were like they made the whole thing out of the ocean on the land, and like about two million years in, they said this got this this sucks, guys. We'll 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 see. Send us a letter. We'll catch up with you later. And they just went back into the ocean and became aquatic animals again. So the gelding, well, he's not a gelding yet. Not a gelding yet, through sheer force of will. I, I mean, like. I, I can appreciate someone's pluckiness on refusing to have their their uh, wedding tackle whacked off. Just you know, but to but to to, to pull that back up, that's like ninja level horse and horse shit. No no pun intended. <laughs> so when you do, let's say when the deed is done, poor horse, um, he'll be less of an asshole or less of a threat to the other animals. You think? Uh, you or? hope, but uh, if it's listen, you hope. No, he should calm down, but uh, it also may be that uh, he just he got a, he got a taste of it now. So that's just that's just him, and you either have to accept him as he is, or he has to go somewhere else because he can't kill our sheep. But on the pl- like I said, like he got a little randy, so uh, he uh, he went to town on anything and everything he could find. So we may actually have. Uh, a, a ho- another horse and two mules on the way, depending on. Uh, he got to the donkeys. Like I said, if it uh, I, not to <laughs> not to be crude, if it had a hole, he was <laughs> he 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 was a hole in a heartbeat. Wow, that's terrible. You, dude, uh, yeah. And again, reminds me when I was fifteen. He was he was giving me looks, okay. Jesus and that's, that's I'm just like, dude, <laughs> seriously. You, know, you you just see this crazed. You know, because you know he's like he's a. I mean, like horses, horse, horse lives are short, so they've kind of like just they 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 get ready to do business about six months, seven months in. Oh shit! How what's the lifespan of? A well, no, horse I mean, like you know, they're like they can do like thirty years, but I mean, like you know, they're 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 composed entirely of thing of of a thing that other creatures like to eat. So like life was short and brutal, so they just like kind of are ready to go. Right, they reach maturity at a very young age so that they don't have to worry about populations yeah, I am, I, dwindling from I, I, predators. I, I don't know how to convey to you how disconcerting it is, like realizing that a whore, that this, this creature is looking at you, looking at you, and it's like, I need to, <laughs> I need, I need to, to fix this. That is, uh, that is pretty terrifying. I'm sure you feel for him in in many ways. I guess it's like. Uh, you do what you have to do, obviously, so that the horse you can attempt that the horse doesn't kill your other livestock, but at the same time you can you can level the horse and empathize with them. No one wants to become a gelding. I, I can't say anybody signs up. Well, people do actually sign up for that, I guess, but Yeah, you know, there's 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 internet forums, clubs. Uh, <laughs> it is it is very popular in certain communities in the in the German hinterland. Speaking of communities, um I, I know we've kinda Behind the scenes, agreed to lay off the uh, the book of faces there, um, Zuckerberg's paradise. However, I came across a community, and it was po- quite possibly the most toxic thing I've ever seen on the internet. It was worse than 4chan. Have you ever heard of topics? Oh yes, 
Jesus, I didn't know it existed, and I kind of feel like I kind of wish I didn't know that it existed. Topics topics exist solely for for ruining other people. It's it's like terrible. I guess so. To explain what topics is for people that don't know, people probably don't know what 4chan is. It's like an online forum, so it's not like uh, it's not like Facebook or Instagram or like that, anything like that. It's not quite as personalized. It's ap- actually, from what I could see, quite anonymous. Like it was, unless you were an idiot, you didn't identify who you were. But it was like an old forum from like you know the, the '90s or whatever. For our listeners that don't understand that, Google it. But it's super anonymous and it's super, super toxic. It's essentially like, I think of like the burn book for Mean Girls <laughs> times like 50. And it's local. Like you can fu- you can search out your fucking uh, zip code. And I mean, I was, ner- I was nervous. I searched myself. I was like, Jesus Christ. People are like calling people out by name. It's, it's, it's Yelp for human beings. I guess, but it, 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 with 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 all of all of the permanent damage that comes from that. I mean, there's some wild shit out there about who was dealing drugs and who was fucking who, and it, it was it, it kind of turned my stomach. I, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know who are the types of people that are going on there and just like burning people bad. It was really and just name, calling out names. It wasn't even like. It wasn't even like, oh, this person, you know, a general description. It was like, no, uh, you know, Jim Brown, which is just a fake name, Jim X, if you will, or Mike X or whatever, did this and did that, and they're a shitty father, and they're, it, it was like very, very personal stuff. And I, I don't, I mean, Jesus, I hope it, it I don't know how long, how long has it been around? Has Thomas been around forever or no? Thomas has been around for a while. It, it, you know, and again, it, it's one of these things where it was, it's as old as Facebook. It's just become this mutated, horrible thing over time. You know, it, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, there, you know, and there's a bunch, there's a bunch of them in that cast too. Like, um, what does it call it? Lol cow or lol lol cow, which is just these are these are communities dedicated solely to talking how much of a massive piece of sh- piece of shit someone is. Like lol cow, lol cow is just I can't I can listen to me. I can't talk straight. Lol cow is just about like pseudo internet celebrities like just people who are famous for being famous on the internet and just all the you know like all the fucking vilest toxic shit that goes on in the background you know like everything except doxing which is just the this discussion of like here here's like how they screwed up in college here's where they fucking didn't show up for work on the right time or like here's all the fucking shit they say that they're doing this this and this and meanwhile here i have them here at this day and how you know just like all that like cyber their their um social media groups that are effectively designed solely for perpetuating cyberbullying like jesus so i mean so they're essentially Dancing on the line 
Oh, there, of there's like criminal activity, but not quite criminal. Well, because activity. yeah, because effectively the law the law has not come up into this, and it's. I mean, like you know, we're all horribly backbiting toxic assholes to a certain extent, you know, because the 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 alternative is when people start talking about this stuff in real life, you can either like break out the spray bottle and douse somebody like a cat, because. I mean, you're, it's, you mean know, like let's let's call a spade a spade. You're complicit. If if you stick around for when that conversation is going around, you're complicit to it. Right. Anyways, I mean, like yeah. let's you know you you either you either own that or you you like kind of lie to yourself about it. But um, uh, it's just yeah, we're topics is evil. <laughs> I, I was just uh, I don't know how I've avoided it um for this long, but uh. I had kind of heard about it last week, um, and I was like, you know what? I want no part of that. I don't want to check it out. But of course, uh, being curious as I am, I had to look, and I can't unsee it now. But that being said, I'm really going to make an effort that that was the first and last time uh, that I ever, ever, ever um, visit Topics because it is a terribly toxic it's i don't know i i just the whole idea of it makes me very uneasy i just don't think uh i don't think it's healthy for anybody to go there no, top yeah topics effectively replaced uh you know topics are as a parallel to um what do they have the uh old something awful message boards yeah i mean that's essentially all it is and, and of course the one thread that i saw somebody i looked for la- my last name and my last name was in there and I was like, what the fuck? And it was this guy that I'm 99% sure, like, I'm not related to. I know for a fact I've never met him or known him. But this dude identified himself on, like, somebody was like, oh, this guy is a creep. He's a scumbag. He's a thief, this and that. A lot of shitty things about him. This guy, like, went on there. I, like, created an account or whatever. I don't even know how you interact on there. I don't know if you have to create an account or what. Like, puts his real name and starts trying to take on the trolls. And it was like... That is what they want, dude. Like, they seriously, I, people are, the trolls are getting hard. Just see his name pop up there, and then he's just like, hate, oh. hate boners are strong. Dude, they're almost as strong as a fear boner, but the hate boners are very strong with that fucking, with that group. That topics is toxic as hell, and it's, ooh, God. Actually, yeah, I think we're, I think we're safe because our, our compatriot in crime here is not with us, so maybe we can get away with talking about this. Because uh, this kind of it's funny because uh, the what so amongst my many side projects, besides trying to figure out the the nature of the the human thinky goo, was uh, I got into this thing called uh, supernormal stimuli. So I I mean, like I, I you probably you, I mean like you've seen those things on um seen those things on like the 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 YouTube videos or what I call it, ASMR like audio somatic uh, or you know the is it audio somatic or neural response or something like I I I don't remember what that um but you know the the gist where you basically you have you have like the, you have a you have this multi level sensory experience like you're having a physical reaction. To a noise. So, like, my girlfriend works uh, third shift, and she has a very difficult time falling asleep, um, A, with the light, but there's kids outside screaming and shit like that. Like, you know, we live in an apartment complex or whatever, so 
there's always stuff going on during the day. Like she works from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So she has a tough, tough time falling asleep sometimes. Dude, I, and I smiled when he said that because I kind of, <laughs> I kind of like bust her chops pretty bad because she listens to that stuff to help kind of like relax her. And she's like, dude, it puts me to sleep. Like it really does. I don't really understand it, but maybe I just haven't found the right one that would give me a, a specific response. But is it typically supposed to be like a relaxing, calming thing, or are there different ones well, for different kind of? Well, and it, it, it's 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 the non-tension um, equivalent of like just before you're about to go over the cliff on a roller coaster, you know, like you you like you, you don't you, you haven't even moved yet, but you have this like. Because of the, the the noise and everything else, you have this like instantaneous perception of I'm I'm about to, I, I I'm falling and it's not actually re- related to the axis of travel that you're going along, or um because uh you try and get the the the, the comparison to because it, it, it it's basically it, uh, an ASMR thing is it's almost like a vagal nerve response because what it'll do is it'll, it'll um it's an auditory trigger because there, there's a nerve trunk that goes down your neck and whatnot but the the feedback loop that it controls is it drops your blood pressure you know like it, it, the so you just kind of what you it's a counteract to any like long-term adrenal exposure but you'll get like the tingle on the top of your head and all this stuff when one of these days, I gotta I gotta, I gotta bring something over here because I got I gotta uh, I got a throat singing routine that was done by a guy by the name of Soraya, and I, I you know like uh, do, dollars to donuts or on, I don't know, honest honest truth, you listen to this thing, if you can like chill out or just re, like un, uh, relax and you listen to this two minutes in, you can feel all the freaking chakras on your back pop open. And like you will start seeing things, and it is just this dude's voice. Is it like uh, when you say like throat singing? Do you mean like kind of like the Buddhist monks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah is yeah. is that what he is that his background? Or? Yes. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I've actually heard of about that. Um, they like hit like multiple ranges and tones in a single like voice, essentially. Like yes, that's that's. That sounds you know, pretty he, intense. He's, he's he's got you know he, he his whole thing is like he actually he's like uh, Jimmy Page so he's got the full like effects pedal thing so he'll just like do these multi part harmonies with himself but yes you can you can feel you can feel parts of your central nervous system moving around which is pretty gosh darn crazy. Well, it's kind of like it's it's interesting that you bring that up because I do feel. Um, Well, you know, we live in America, so obviously Western culture, Western civilization. It's funny because you know when we think about um, healthcare or medicine or things like that, like Eastern, uh, specifically Asian, like medicine and stuff like that. It's kind of like a joke, you know what I mean? It's like, oh God, it's no science based or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, we live in a country where we worship uh, imaginary beings. I'm not trying to get too political, but is it so strange? <laughs> to think that some of these types of remedies, like uh, acupuncture or something like that, maybe it's maybe the scientific uh, base is not so clear. But even they've been doing stuff like this, types of things, 
these types of things for thousands of years with, you know, you would assume some sort of benefit, you know, like, what is your take on that? Do you think that we dismiss it too easily? Do you think that it is just kind of like fucking garbage or whatever? Or do you think there's a, maybe a, a happy marriage possibly between the two Western and Eastern sciences specifically relating to like the medical field? Well, you get into this whole idea that, um, Western medicine is, I mean, Western medicine is, is obviously effective because there is shit that was not cured. You know, you get the argument of what, what it's, what's a cure to, but like, you know, there, there was stuff that supposedly we've used these things for thousands of years. And meanwhile, there are diseases that we managed to fucking knock out in 30 or 40 that, you know, it, you know, my, my, uh, as a person who has multiple people in the healthcare profession, and sometimes we, we talk about just like how things are put together and the you know, like there's, uh, you never really are cured of anything, you know. Like medicine, really, medicine really isn't so much about healing. It's it's allowing allowing th- allowing you to get back to a point where the you know like the the rest of you kind of sorts sorts itself out. You know, like a burn burns versus a cut. You know, like a cut a cut is a mechanism that a body is designed to heal because it's a cut. The, a cut healing is effectively the same thing as you just getting a new layer of skin, anyways burns a whole other problem because you basically cooked everything underneath it and it has to be replaced you know a a cut a cut healing is across and a burn healing is out and a burn healing is a much more traumatic uh, event because that's the thing you know um you have central nervous system dysfunctions you know like you have impinged you have nerve injuries or something like that i mean like eventually they'll they will sort themselves out, but, you know, if you have something where, like, you have a portion of your body that's out of a, you know, chiropractic is kind of a bunch of horse shit because it's like, you know, it's the, the panacea, but, um, I mean, like, there there is something very legitimate to be said that, like, if it, just because just cause you did something that caused your body to like get past, uh, you know, a, a certain threshold. Like, you know, you moved your spine past a certain, you know, like you moved your, you moved your spine out of alignment because effectively you stretched too far or you put a load on it. It's not like it's, it's not like it's going to necessarily go back to where it was. And, you know, you, 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 people have injuries that, you know, you have injuries all the time about stuff that you just like, you've pushed past where it was supposed to go. Or you like, cause you know, we, we can, it's, you'd be surprised how easy it is for you, for, for you as an individual to break your own bones or like injure yourself just going along. Like, you know, like how many people you hear about like, Oh, I, I like reached up to get something off the top of the shelf and I freaking like knock my, you know, like I, I pulled my back or I did. And cause, oh, absolutely. Because part of that too is that you don't, you, most of the nerves that you have in your peripheral nervous system aren't necessarily for telling you where to go. It's to keep you from pushing too far because you have more than enough, you know, like your, your muscles are more than strong enough. Even if you're out of shape to basically like caught, you know, like you can, you can pull something. You can you can push or pull something way past the threshold of where it's supposed to be. 
You know, it's like, um, you know, people, if you have, if you have a leg that's asleep, you know, your your pins and needles or something like that, you can actually just hyperextend your knee because you just don't have that, 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 that feedback to tell you to stop from swaying it too far. Like an analogy, I guess. Um, you, did you read World War Z? Uh, no, is, I didn't. Brooks? I'm familiar with it. Is it Brooks right there? Or did he write the zombie survival guide? Uh, I'm not sure. I thought they were both the same dude. Actually. I'm pretty sure they are. Max Brooks or something like that. He, um, that's why the zombies are so strong. Yeah, he was like, because it kind of, uh, they don't get the zero, zero, zero fucks given. Yeah, like it's like the zombies, it's not that they're, they're scary because they're mobile or anything like that, but it's like we are essentially have uh limiters right like we have systems in our body that limit us from mm-hmm. just snapping bones when we grab something it's, or it's, it's the it's the the dude who picks the car you know the, the car up off the off the lady or the kid or something like that and then like you know he, he, he like deadlifts it and then like when you get done it's like oh by the way you broke eight you broke eight teeth because you clenched your jaw so hard when you freaking man beasted and, that toyota <laughs> off of somebody and you detached like your hamstrings from from the bone but <laughs> Right, yeah, and it is pretty amazing. It's like uh, you watch Triple H. You watch Triple H's uh, hamster or like uh, his uh, calves roll oh, up like a freaking God, like an like Achilles. A, well, because yeah, he he just ripped it right off the bone, <sighs> and you can see this thing like roll up like a freaking drape. I've I've seen that firsthand uh, in college. Um, I played football in spring ball one uh, one year. We were uh, I think it was before my junior year, maybe before my sophomore year. We were having we had conditioning in the morning. It was like six or seven a.m. We had to be there and just running all day, pretty much. Not all day, but like for like two or three hours. Um, and I just saw this kid. He was just like you know, uh, simple calisthenics, pretty much. You know what I mean? Just like just quick change direction stuff, just to get warm the body up. Dude, I was right behind him, and it was like I heard a pop, and then a scream, and then. I, that I've only heard a few times before, the shriek, and just on the ground holding his leg. It was it's pretty pretty intense, pretty gross. It's pretty goddamn awful. But so, what is it? What are your thoughts on? I mean, I guess would you say you're maybe sprinkle in a little uh, Eastern uh, medicine for the mind? Uh, well, the the main thing is is that it's very difficult to evaluate efficacy and there's two problems with that which is that one you have a world basically you have a paradigm that laboratory testing at least clinical testing doesn't really look at these problems the way this you know it's it's this it's this it's kind of how you structure the world like Eastern medicine, you know, despite the tiger penis and all that, all that, all that, all that, all that, that stuff. But there's that idea that effectively you are trying to get the body to reassert its normal, you know, barring you like missing something, like a, like an organ or something like that. You know, you you're trying to get the body to reassert its normal functions because for the most part. No, no, nobody, nobody wants to die, and the things that people are made from don't really want to die. So if you give it a fighting chance, it will, it will sort itself out if it can. 
Um, I mean, you know, like we having said that, um, I mean, there, 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 there's definitely something to be. Eastern medicine generally tends to have more of a, of a, I don't know, what you, a, a tool set or a palette to work with these things because their whole thing is based on this premise of the holistic approach. I.e., you know, you look, you look, you look at. It's really, you know, despite the the talk of the humors and the the, the celestial temples and all that stuff. I mean, if you really get to it. And you know, as as I I am sure I will be corrected by the universe shortly for assuming like I have a grip on anything. Um, it's the idea that um, you have to evaluate an individual from the perspective of the whole. Like if you have a if, if you know like your brain is not you know your brain is not just your brain. Your brain is actually your 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 cognition, however you want to put it, is an outgrowth of all of these different systems in your body basically interacting with each other. And if you have something really out of whack, it's going to have outgrowth, you know, it's going to, it's going to have effects elsewhere. So what maybe uh, in layman terms, a, a conflict in the mind or some sort of an issue in the mind could easily manifest itself to some sort of physical ailment. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have, you have stuff where basically, you know, it's, I mean, you can very you, you. I mean, like you can very for real reals worry yourself sick. Oh, uh, so little like sidebar here. I had a relatively serious um, health thing <laughs> uh, about three years ago. Now I had, I had um, uh, two large blood clots, one in each lung, and. A lot that it had to do. I was driving quite a bit. I was in sales then, and uh, I was driving quite a bit. But there's no doubt in my mind that I got as sick as I did, and I did not rebound nearly as fast as I did because literally the job was so was just a ton of pressure, twenty four seven. You work from home. Your office was at home. You were getting calls all day into the hours of late late night. It was just constant, constant stress, and it was like. At the time, you know, you're making so much so much money, you're doing really well financially. Oh, I can handle it. It's no big deal. It's no problem. But, dude, I picked my head up after, like, three years, and it was like, wow, my health is, like, dwindled, and it, it's only been, it's only gotten worse because of the massive amount of stress. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you never take it into account, but it's it counts for something, something major, to be honest with you. I, I'm definitely a subscriber to that, like, getting healthy in the mind and getting yourself in a situation where you're not this ball of stress because you make, I mean, in my opinion, I know I definitely do. Um, when I'm in like really, really stressful situations for prolonged period of time, pro- prolonged periods of time, I make bad decisions, like quick decisions that are just really bad, whether that be uh, a dietary decision or, or a decision to lose my patience and just fucking snap or something like that. I mean, it's not really a decision, I guess some would say, but it is a decision. You're you're putting yourself in this pressure cooker. You can affect relationships and you can definitely affect your health. I mean, yeah, you you're in you know, high pressure situations. You're in a pretty stressful environment. We're not going to get into it, you know. What I mean, obviously, but like, do you feel you would be, you know, significantly healthier if you were not in a situation like that? Like, do you worry about that? Well. Y- and again, some of that is, I mean, you know, it comes and goes. Um, 
you know, you also like you you have this idea of like uh, if you don't if you don't jump up, basically you're a wuss. But to to that to that extent too, it's uh, this kind of this, this. So this actually goes back to kind of what I was talking about before the the this idea of that that super normal stimuli. Yeah. So. Um, I wish I could remember the dude's name. He was on. He was on. He was on Rogan uh, a couple weeks back. Um, you know, but the, but but where it is is that supernormal stimuli are um, is this 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 thing where you get obsessed about the appearance of form instead of the thing itself. So, um, you know, like, because really where this came from was is that they were watching, because um, the, originally the, 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 the original description of this where they, they talk about this in biology for the first time was that they were doing observations of nesting birds. And you had these giant birds, you had these birds with these giant butts who would be coming in to do, you know, sit down in the nest. And the problem is, is that they weren't very mobile and what would happen is that the, when the mother would come into the nest to to, to roost, um, she'd knock an egg out of the nest every now and then. And uh, where where this goes through is that um, there was this actual so the the mother would reach out and she like swat 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 with her beak to try and grab the egg and pull it back in. And at a certain point, they realized that, you know, like the, 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 the researchers that were watching this realized that the mother was not actually looking to see what, what she pulled in. It was a reflex, just like hitting a knee, like hitting a knee. Like it's, you know, like it's a behavior that we're inferring agency into, we're projecting something into. And it's just basically, it's this, when it pulls the egg back in, it triggers like this this reward response, you know, like this reward loop inside the animal's brain. And what they would do is that the the researchers basically came up with this idea: okay, can we make can we make something that triggers that same satisfaction response that doesn't in any you know, like how far can we push this? So they kept making better and better fake eggs, and like things that would not even vaguely resembled. The item that they were originally going for, and you know, like I guess where this is where where this comes in, is that, um, I mean, in humans we talk about like how we have really effed up ideas of how other people are supposed to look and stuff like that, and we project, you know, like there there's there's certain things where they talk about like how you know like uh you know like there's the the, the personal appearance standards for men and women, and you know, like some of it's like it's supposed to represent like uh, sexual reproductive or you know, like reproductive fitness stuff like that, and really it's gone past that because really all the all the all the pantomime that we do is to engage this mechanism that's to basically we've gotten past the point where it's actually usefully conveying information. We're just doing it because it satiates the mechanism that it, it basically it, it tricks the mechanism that we we have that allows us to evaluate it, and it's kind of like. We have gotten to a point where we 
we can't because the the nature of how we work now is different than what we originally were you know like we originally evolved to that we have to do it in a way that triggers that same existential panic that we used to you know like basically you know like because you know you, you get stressed and like i mean like we we get stressed because i work for a very ambitious place and you know like you can have you can take that for what it is but it's also that effectively we don't have a criteria to evaluate how effective you really are you know because it's 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 the like even on a customer service front like um you know it's like how how do you determine how good someone is by how many burgers they pushed out the fr- the freaking front window you know like there's all these there's all these intangible elements to that what just went down but we have to frame it in a you know it's or it's like it's like timing someone on their bathroom breaks it's like really what you care about is did you get the work done and am i you know like how much am i paying you the timing isn't the thing but if you make the timing the thing it's it's a frame it's a framework you can constrain it's a framework that's a of it rewards it rewards the, set, the 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 supervisor you know or the, 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 that 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 trigger but the problem is is that all these triggers are based around the idea of i am fighting for my life for a leopard and we were not intended to be in the state constantly and it's why people get like psychologically fucked up from doing all you know like again like cuz all of my family, like they did labor, you know, like they're, they're like, I, I, I come from iron workers and fishermen and stuff like that. And like, we have a farm and, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not like, you know, like I, I, I slog in when I can, but I'm not doing that kind of work, but it, it's like, my father is probably more relaxed than I am. Um, I mean, my father's probably more relaxed than most of my core. Like, you know, like, we, we have our own existential panics. But it's also, you know, like, but the thing is, is that, you know, we as people, we, we as be, human beings are, are super intelligent monkeys. That kind of stress, the, the, the stress that he's feeling, or the stress that he's feeling, is useful feedback in that context. And it is not where we are right you know like what what with what we do right and that's i i completely agree with that um because what we're doing is not like a farmer you know he's the stresses he feels are physical stresses probably for the most i mean don't well, you know, know there are financial constraints yes. that he's worried about and those oh, are very yeah, real yes, and those and are important very too real. no doubt like there's no doubt about that but and maybe it is something that bothers him from time to time, but the fact is he has tasks that he physically has to get done and he can and will accomplish, provided he's relatively healthy. Whereas like a position where you're kind of behind a desk and you're on the crunch and you're trying to, whether it's coming up coming up with numbers that you need for their in sales or whether it's tickets that need to be closed or programs to be implemented or applications to be developed, there is no... There's no basis and guideline. There's no we have nothing from nature to provide this with to provide us on how to cope with it. It's just like this this thing that you have to deal with constantly, the pressure and the stress. And it and don't get me wrong, it, by a person by person basis, um, 
it's definitely uh, handled differently and handled better in certain situations. Well, and you know that's your thing is like you don't you don't get anything out of ASMR. I'm like you know that there there is an actual physio you know physio neurological thing. Like there are people in the population group that just don't who don't process information the same way. So maybe he doesn't pick up. My dullard. <laughs> well, no. So, so, and actually, where this kind of gets in is that so we so that's twofold. And actually, there's a flip side to this, which is that, um, you know, again, think thinking of like because I, I pick up at it now and then, and maybe one of these days I'll actually get the scary machine. I'll get the, I'll get the scary learning computer. But um, well, so. You know, you go to first principles and that um, everything, everything in nature is based off a mistake. Because a mistake is the only, the only, the, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's a Cooper West world. A mistake is the only, a, a mistake is the only thing a living thing can make. Because everything else it picks up from somewhere else. A mistake is the only unique, a, a mistake, you know. And again, it's how you deal. It's how you deal with it. And I guess where where that where that goes is that you know, like biological life, a mistake, you know, like you know, the is is things change. Effectively, the product of their change is that some trans, you know, basically it's going to do the, it's going to reproduce or it's going to it's going to do it again. And some element of it is corrupted. So it's not a, it's not a one hundred percent copy. You've introduced something. You've introduced some artifact into it, and if there's some reason to include, you know, basically if there's something in that artifact that is advantageous to in some extent, i.e., to keep it copying, it'll keep doing it. And it's just just like you know, and the, the, as, as we get is this sounds way too Metal Gear for its own good. <laughs> Well, so you know, you have your supernormal stimuli. So basically, you have these mechanisms where I'm. You, you can even make like video games. Video games are actually I a was, prime example of supernormal stimuli. I had a conversation about this almost today. Um, I was talking about Dark Souls, mm-hmm. and I had my some of the buddies, some of the guys at work were like, "You know, what's it like? What like what?" I've heard it was hard, and I was like, "It is." Um, crushingly hard it is ridiculously frustrating uh and at times a lot of times actually it's really unfair what what a lot of people would consider unfair and they're like dude why do you even play and i'm like because i that's one game that i can say honestly when you do succeed and you do somehow figure it out or sometimes you just get lucky and pull the shit off stuff's going on in your brain like receptor like the the pleasure center is working like the reward center is working in your brain like it's almost like a, a rush and i feel like they i don't know if they intended on that when they created that game but i definitely think uh a lot of people that do play that game or do play that series would tend to agree with that well, you know if we, our previous nonsense cast uh you know like i kind of made the state you know like i made the statement that i, I like i kind of Pierre Molyneux had this thing where people who play video games are unimaginative, and I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. But I, 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 this is where that kind of that idea of video games are basically a prosthesis, because it's especially when you look at the stuff where you're doing the work, 
you know, like, you know, World of Warcraft where you're freaking trudging stuff. I mean, like, you, you are effectively engaging in labor, but it's in a context that, you know, like, you, you, you're, you're, that reward mechanism is being engaged in. Um, and I guess, but where, the, where, where, I guess where this goes is that, like, so we, we have, we have these, we have these, Things where we're chasing these supernormal stimuli, um, you know, your your thing topics, you know, like we're 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 fucking, you, you know, it's it's where because where this kind of blends in is that all of these technologies are engaging these same mechanisms that direct us to evaluate and attack threats like you know for 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 real reals at some base level whether you want to you know like whether you want to really like kind of look at yourself inside or not you know just because you're typing it on a keyboard doesn't mean it ain't the same thing as the freaking monkeys in 2001 picking up that jawbone for the first time and beat beating one of their fellows to you know like one of the the animal to death you know like it, it is it is it is that murder path. Well, yeah, triggered. Yeah, I mean that's if you boil it all down. Like, trust me, like I'm all about community and uh, working together, our teamwork. It's great, but I mean, if you put anyone in the in a live or die situation, you know what I mean. Like, I truly believe for extended periods of time with no sign of of rescue or hope, like you would revert to your basic instincts. You would revert to, I don't know. I don't know if you, maybe you would say this person is a rival and there's not enough resources to go around. And if I'm going to survive or survive with other people and whatnot, like this is a genetic threat even, or this person's going to be a threat to me. Maybe you would do something like, I'm sure you, people would probably revert to their most most basic instinct, which is if there's not enough resources and one of us has to go, it's going to be you, not me. Like I, I think, you know, some people don't want to deal with that, but that is definitely something that everyone has. It's a survival mechanism. No one does not have a survival mechanism, right? Everyone's got one. Um, maybe some are stronger than others, and maybe some people mismanage those at times. Uh, but it's definitely an interesting thing that's not talked about enough uh, when it comes to the workplace, because the workplace, I don't care what anybody says, is a competitive place. I don't know anybody that well, I know very few people I should say that are just like, well, I don't care. You know what I mean? Just going to go to work and I don't care. I know people that act like that, you know, and kudos to them if they can do it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, and again, but this is the, because where you have these, you, you have these brains of ours that were optimized around that particular problem set. And I guess optimized, optimized is not the right word, but you, you know, like they're the, the what we're, the Legos that we're made from are things that have been shaped by dealing with those particular problems. And the reward mechanism has been shaped around those particular problems. So you'll frame, you know, like you'll frame it, you know, if, if, if you are not like doing that Zen mindfulness shit, 24 7 you very easily will slip into it and 
you know, the the thing with that is is that that's that's fine. That, that may not necessarily be incorrect, but the problem is, is that more often than not, you're gonna you're not gonna be able to resolve whatever's causing it by that because you, one, you're not you're not looking at the problem. You're not looking at the root cause of the problem. Like, you know, I don't know if you ever had that thing where like basically you you've had shit going wrong and you've wanted someone to get like to to, to you wanted the hammer to drop on you because then at least it was like it was a resolution or it was an end oh uh, yeah definitely there were times in certain jobs that i've worked um i've worked a lot for a lot of corporations um and i've been like a corporate lackey <laughs> um or you know a project manager a sales rep or whatever um where at times it got it just got like so much work slammed and thrown at you with these crazy deadlines. There were times where you're just begging. It's like, just finish me. Just fucking put a nail on me so that I can say at least it wasn't my fault or I tried my best and then I can move on with this chapter. But it's weird because if I was that, you know, when I say that out loud, because I'm revisiting, you know, I'm jumping back in time almost like into a mindset where it's almost, I remember thinking those thoughts and now I'm like, Man, why didn't you just do something about it? You know, and eventually you do, or you try to, but it's like in the moment, it, it almost seems like you're just powerless, or you can't figure out why. I can't I, figure that out. I've heard I've heard it referred to as the employee versus employer mindset. You know, and I mean, like you know, the, the avoiding the pablum pop psychology bullshit that comes with that. Um, the the gist of it is is that. As an employee, you're basically taking. You got to take it as it comes. You know, it's like the. I I I've heard that a lot in other contexts, but it's basically it is what it is. And the thing with that is that effectively you've abandoned any. You know, like you know what is it? It's like it's like any relationship. It takes two people to basically make. You know, it, both parties have to be interested in actually making this work. Right. And. You know, you also have to recognize that, you know, at some point you and the other party are not going to be, you, you and the other party are not going to be on the same page about all things. And you got to come, you got to come to the point, you got to come to the conclusion because as it, you know, the only thing, the only thing you have control over is yourself. And you either have to come to the conclusion that, okay, here are the things that, you know, is, is both functional semi-autonomous adults. Um, here's the shit that, here's the shit that I know I can, I know I cannot allow to continue. And here's the shit that maybe, you know, maybe I gotta just take a look at this and see, like, am I thinking about this right? And here's the shit that, like, okay, I'll, I'll just, I'll just take up, you know, like, it's not that important. Cause, you know, it, nobody, you know, most adult relationships are really not about people being happy. It's about who's less pissed. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, <laughs> don't be <me> wrong. Like, <laughs> There's uh there's definitely some wisdom to that. You know, I think uh Yeah. The the, 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 the universe does not allow you to leave the table right. all yeah. smiles. No, absolutely not. Because it's not realistic. Like if we want to delve into further into like relationships and stuff, like it's funny because <laughs> I Colin Cow are you familiar with Colin Cowherd, the uh sports the, the sports radio talk talk show host? Vaguely. So I was listening to him 
this is back when I was living in Connecticut, and it didn't really make, make sense to me because I was pretty young. Then. I was in early 20s. And um, he said something that, like, I thought was the dumbest shit I'd ever heard before because it made, like, no sense because my perception of, like, what a real relationship was was, like, you're in love with that person all the time. And, you know, it's fucking... <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how that shit and works. And he was like, you... As you go on, he's like, you fall in and out of love with your partner. He's like, you just hope that the moments or the times where you're not quite in love with that person don't like last too long and that you can kind of see the shore again. He's like, it's kind of like a boat leaving, coming and going, coming and going. He's like, you just hope that you don't go so far that you kind of forget <laughs> what it was like on that shore and that you don't want to, you know what I mean? That you just don't don't lose sight of that. And I think it's kind of... It's an interesting analogy, and I, I definitely understand that. But I definitely, as far as how relationships go, I definitely think there is this weird onus of this need to have this external perception. Like you want people to perceive that you're always happy and it's always great, and you know the fights are just little and small. And but it's like, no, dude. Like I don't know. Relationships are being able to fart in front of each other, like. Uh, seeing each other at your worst, like it's good and bad. I think that's the healthiest way to look at it is that it's not some picture perfect thing and you shouldn't fight to make it some picture perfect thing. You shouldn't try to force it into like. You're, you're chasing, you're chasing, you're chasing the thing that triggers the response instead of what you're, the, 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 the accomplish, you know, the actual act that it's a trying to accomplish. It's super creepy at how almost hidden these things are though you know like there's no i don't like there's no self-evaluation there's no self-reflection specifically in our generation that we're living through now it is all kind of just shoved in your face what this should be what it should look like but there's no explanation no one ever really thinks like why do i feel the way i feel when these things are thrown in we front have, of me we have a prosthetic sense of self it's what you know a like Again, our, our partner in crime ain't here, and maybe maybe we'll get bashed later for it. But <laughs> well, no, because actually, so this is this is a very important thing because this is you know like this goes back to that the conversation that we had last week about like you know we talk about you know like where we say the paranoia about like the machine is watching you think, and it's not the machine, but it's that we have we have successfully. Or you say successfully because that that they're massive finger quotes. We have a mechanism, so we have all this. Uh, we have all this underlying subtext. You know, like you talk about, like how you basically people people are going to be pissed at each other because the mechanisms that we have to deal with each other are optimized around evaluating threat. You know, it's it's, it's you know like to 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 a, to a to a large extent. I mean, like you know, you have your. I mean, like you know, yeah, I'm not. I'm not you know, I I ain't cynical like uh, Rick and Rick and Morty, where like love's just a chemical reaction. Blah blah blah. You know, it, it, there's 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 other stuff there. It's a, it's a dynamic thing, but to the most part, the mechanism that we have to like perceive it is designed around suborning or avoiding threat. Here's a question for you then. Following that a little further down the road, is that the only way that we can 
that we can respond is to is buy threats. Is that the only way to to do it, or is the next step in evolution possibly structuring our development not based on threats at all? Like, what what are your thoughts on that? Is there any other way but to? I I I, I think I think whatever we make afterwards, you know, barring barring us not wiping each other out, I think that that's exactly. It, or you know that's where the partnering of the two, you know. And again, uh, the the I'll, I'll be fi- I'll be completely honest. And the threat thing, the, the the threat thing may be way too brutal a simplification of it. But that 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 there's a there's a lot of you know. Again, as I'm listening to my Tuvan throat singing and opening my opening myself up to the galactic overmind and Akasha, you know. Not Kasha, Akasha, the the the, 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 the human record. Although I'm sure that I'm sure that Kasha is a very nice lady. Haven't met her personally yet. You know, traveling the atmosphere. Um, but it's I, I I think we are coming to a point where we're going to have to because we have entertainment media that triggers that shit way more viciously than we have we have ever done before you know like we we get back to that idea you know like the social media like you you have not only do you have like stuff being curated for you you have it fucking being a plot you like when you come to the wrong conclusions you know, like again, we're we're only optimized for dealing with so many. You know, like, it's, what is it? You can you, you know, our, our there's there's some simplification to that too. But basically, our our brain is designed around building theoretical modeled entities. You know, like we we, we make we make models. We 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 recreate things. You know, it's how memory works. It's how you know, like you basically like, you know, this gets into the, the too too maybe too thinky, but like. You're not really hearing me. You're hearing the recreation of me as as your your auditory. You know, like the your auditory. It's that perceived reality thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But we have we're we're only wired to 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 hold like so many people in our heads. It's like phone. It's like fucking phone numbers. You know, like you sure. can only you can only hold you can only go above a certain threshold. And people just start blurring into each other. But we now have these things where we have these false communities that we've, we, we, have, we have these external prosthetic communities that we carry around on our smartphones and stuff like that. And all the wacky, you know, like I, I, you know, I made that comment, the doom, the doom porn, stuff like that. But it's just you have people who basically validate completely bullshit ideas and you have to, you know, again, it, 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 it's not even critical thinking. Like, it's even, like, more brute force than critical thinking. Because critical thinking at least, like, lets you do it from, a, like, an analytical standpoint. You have to check some everything that's coming in, into your brain because you have mechanisms that are deliberately designed to subvert it. You know, it's not just, you know, like, you know, we, Michelle was going, going on about, like, how, what's the difference between programming and advertising or, like, the monitoring and advertising and it's like it's the same fucking thing and we're at a point where like you know you still get garbage every now and then but even you know like you don't have to worry about the machine 
convincing you about bullshit. The machine just has to find enough of a group of people that kind of agree on the same bullshit and get you get you to start talking to each other. And eventually you'll convince yourselves of fucking anything. You know, it's like it's how you know, like it, we're it's 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 this it's this it's the so basically if you get into the brass tacks of things, you have you have the actual mechanisms of how your brain works like on the physical level, like the actual shit that you the the, the real world mini gritty problems, everything you deal with. So you know, like you're like how 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 you manage to cough, sneeze, and fart at the same time and not die. You know, breathe. You know, like the, how you, how you, how you talk, how you you know like walk through space. You're like relatively that. subconscious things, like the things that your life support. If you were a spaceship, these are like life support things, things you, know, you don't have to monitor constantly, but you can if you want to. Yeah, you have life. You have life support. You have. Um, Sensor, your sensor, you know, we talk, we're making starship references and stuff, but you know, you have your, your, your sight, your sound, your, okay, I recognize that this thing that I see moving through space is not just some random blob, it's an actual, it's, 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 it's another, it's another being, it's sure. an organism, but again, because nature doesn't, nature doesn't make new things, it just you, it makes a mistake applying the old one, so... All of our internal cognition, you know, like the stuff, like, like the, the, the abstract stuff, like when you're reading, all that stuff, you, you, all, all that's based on re, re-implementations of these old ones, and you have supernormal stimuli, so basically like big, big fake breast, you know, like all, all, all this shit. All the shit, all the shit that we do to shape ourselves. Collagen lips, boob, and boob jobs, Well, guys, jobs. you know, the, the freaking, you know, fake hair. Sure. You know, guys getting you know all, all all the shit all the shit that we do to ourselves to signal but not actually accomplish the thing that it's supposed to to do. Well, ideologies are effectively the cognitive equivalent of a supernormal stimuli. It's the I think this is this this has all the hallmarks of a usable idea. And none of the actual qualitative, you know, like it, it trigger it triggers all that stuff because basically the mechanism that you would kind of use to pick out that this is a bullshit idea, it, you know, we we we've had that outside here. It's like we've had that conversation outside of this thing too. But the 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 idea that like a bad idea, you know, like people people will jump on bullshit quickly because if the bullshit at least tangentially explains something that they 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 see. It's uh, problem solved, you know. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, like as long as, as long as it, like it covers thirty percent of the cases that I see normally. If the previous one only did ten, oh, I guess it's correct then. And it's like no, it's still not right. You're not looking at the problem correctly. But ideologies are the same way, you know. Like we talk about right versus left, all this. It's, it's, it's a fuck. It's a fu- It's, it's a the cognitive equivalent of hitting the fucking happy button well is it is it almost like a cognitive laziness yes it's just like this is this is easy enough this we can just believe this and we don't even have to think about it too much we can just let it become the way we breathe essentially i'm I'm not necessarily i mean laziness might be too extreme too extreme way of framing it yeah because what you're really doing is that you 
you have two competing forces always, which is that you want to you want you want to get to someplace better, and you don't want to waste effort doing it because effort is expensive. Right, effort is resources. Yes, so you basically you're always you're always you know again you're always you know you have you know it was eros and thanatos you know the life and death urge that kind of stuff. You're always you're always stressing between these two competing entities mm-hmm. or states, and you know we 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 get into this. You know it's like I I you know as I'm doing my self evaluation, I realize that I mean like there are things that I should be legitimately stressed over, and there are things that I'm unhappy about, but one they're not necessarily the same thing. Because I'm just falling and I'm falling into the trap because it's like this is the only way that some of these things can be expressed as long as I can, you know, like, I, I don't know. Um, I have situations where, like, you want to you break it down into teams and there are no teams. There, there. You know, like the the, the fact, the fact, the the fact is that, that you're trying you're trying to break it down into a team because it makes it easier to basically dis- discard this huge set of potential directions you could go in because they're on the wrong. You know, like all the all the points that are attached, all the things that are attached to these directions are stuck with the wrong team. And it makes it just easier. It makes it easier to fucking pick what you want to do, even if it's fucking wrong. But as long as as long as you are not actively immediately terminated, you know, both in life or whatever, you know, it's just well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what I'm doing. You know, it's the it's the it's the uh, it's, it is what it is, and it's like no, there there is no is what it is. Either either you fucking just you know you you. You change it, and either there's two ways that you can change it, which is that basically you and you. I listen to me, right? Break down into teams again. You know, I, I I make the comment. You know, like there's two kinds of people in the world. There's the people who are okay with being that guy, and there are people who are not okay with it being that guy. And the flip side of that is that you may not know that you're that guy, but you can still not be okay. You know, like. It, you know, if if you if you become cognizant of it, you're gonna do you're gonna give it the good college the old college try to not be. Yeah, I think it changes. I don't think that I think people fall into those traps where it's I'm either that guy or not that guy. But frankly, depending upon your circumstances and the environment that you're in, everything changes. Decisions can change drastically. I also think that um, furthering the point of going into teams, it's why some people get so enraged um like with a criminal case or a criminal, criminal court case. cases policy you know like all, all, all the i mean like we're fucking we're fucking watching basically the united states just finally come like uh, you know whether this is extreme or not i don't i don't think what comes out of this is the same we are not going we are not going to, the United States of America is not going to be the country 
that it was at the end at the at the <laughs> end because like basically the whole thing's gonna both of them are gonna crack I, you know like you they're, they're the whole the whole structure is just kind of fucking r- tumbling down around it you know there's no there's no winner or loser no they're they're the whole thing is just fucking d- collapsing on itself like a flan in the cupboard but it has to everything everything comes to an end everything rises and everything falls it's that's inevitable everything will end that is like the inescapable truth like what i was saying with more with like criminals it's like we you and i know um people how the fuck do yeah how the fuck do you win how do you fuck like if somebody if you know like somebody committed a crime and they get proven guilty or something like that you know? right like, and it's like but p- people get so pissed off like they want to make judgments oh he's a piece of shit he's a scumbag this and that i would i would beg to there are i think there are very very few truly i don't even say the word evil but truly different people that no one could get along with or like we know definitely uh criminals um I'm not going to go into crimes, but have done some pretty heinous things that we have at one point and still do call like friends. And it's difficult. It's very, very difficult. It's definitely super difficult for people to even understand why we would be friends with those people. But the fact is, is that I would be willing to guess that, you know, let's say school shootings are really hot button right now. That kid, everyone is demonized for sure. And it's very easy to do that. And it's really, really easy. He's a fucking coward. He's this, he's that. But I bet you, if you didn't know who he was, and you just had a, you know, just had a conversation with him, maybe you wouldn't have agree with what he had to say. Maybe you guys had would have some fundamental differences, but you'd probably find more similarities. Until, of course, you found out that he fucking shot up a fucking school or any type of heinous, heinous fucking person. Like, but it makes it's easier to to pick sides. It's easier to say that kid's just a complete all evil piece of shit zero redeeming qualities there's nothing he's nothing good but worm food but like man this this is where i wish well yeah you know again this 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 is the market difference between us and mr finicero which is that like he's an adult with adult type responsibilities because there's a it's very it's very interesting if you look into old religious mythologies and the 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 tip of like you can see you can see the fundamental change in western civilization like when western civilization effectively started and it's not this it's not the language it's not the culture it actually it's a religious thing and it's this idea because, like, you go back and uh, you know, so we we do our cur- we do our fucked up interpretations of old history, and I curse for no reason whatsoever. It just exceeds my, it accentuates my point. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna say his name wrong, and I gotta be careful because you know you say their names and they come <laughs> from outside. Well, so um, it's it's funny because you look at these old, you look at religions that were from. The before times. So we're not we're not talking like North or Norse Norse gods before this. Well, I mean, even? like even, I mean, like Norse. The Norse kind of had the 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 Nordic ones kind of have it because I mean, like Loki slots in there a little bit. But um, you look at it because y- you talk about the the crime thing um, because there was actually uh, uh, as I say because it's it's a Zoroastrian one, but Angramayu. 
and it's I probably said his name wrong. I gotta be careful because again, you call him. But it's it's funny because there was an actual conceptual entity that its whole thing is that it is the scapegoat for all the evil in the world. Like it's you know like that that it's it's not like the so like the devil has its own you know like the the devils and the the the, the antipodal counterparts and most um and western ones basically you know like you have you have lords of the underworld and stuff like that but those are i mean you can those are at least are somewhat relatable and have somewhat maybe even somewhat argue redeemable qualities well so so angramayo is his whole thing is that he's not even he's not even he's not like evil in the sense of like freaking tim curry and Legend, you know, like he, no, darkness. Be, dark the dark, the darkness. <laughs> but um, it's this idea that somebody has to suffer, and it's Angramayu's um purpose is that it is effectively the encapsulation of all human evil. So it's not. It's not. It doesn't cause people to do it. It is where it's stuck. So you know, like you know, like a berserk. There was like there was the thing that they called the idea of you know, like uh, not that you ever see it in the freaking anime. Like there's a couple. It pops up in the manga a couple times, but you know, we we talk about again here. We talk about fundamental religious history and Japan's a lot more f- like flippant in how like it brings like weird concepts and it's one because they don't have any attachment to this you know like because you know maybe it's a shinto thing maybe you know like, maybe it's a actually the shinto thing is a cultural thing you know like uh neon genesis evangelion like whipping out christian iconography left right and center and it's like nobody on the freaking staff like was a christian so they don't like don't get why it's kind of a big deal when you have uh the heavenly host is actually invading aliens from uh, you know like hey you know th- just just a heads up that's not that's not like a silly thing to some people that, yeah, that some people get really upset when, by some this. people get really pissed and some people actually think that's like some people actually have that as like a real thing and that's like the hidden you know the hidden history and all that stuff well it's like the the end game of like certain right the reckoning right is like a christian like an idea like or is that is that Jewish or is that Christian or is that all like kind of faiths in general? When um, the creator I mean, like comes every, back? Every, everyone, every you know, all the Abrahamic uh, ones kind of have some idea of you know, like the, the 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 judge, the judgment day or the second coming. I mean, all of them have second coming, right? Is, uh, the the main difference is is that uh, at least in the, the Judaic tradition, the second you know, the second coming is literally just the Messiah coming and the Judaic tradition basically states that the Messiah has not come yet. Right. Yeah. Well, cause the, that's why like Judaism, there's no hell. There's, I don't know what well, there else there, there, there is. There, but... There's, there's the other place. Oh, uh, you know, the, you know, on the Christian side, you know, and actually that depends cause there's the, you know, like, uh, 
really what we live in is uh, a fallout period from two very vigorous schools of debate in the 17th and 18th century, which is that uh, for the longest time, there was a very real... So, you know, like, you, 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 so you have what they call, like, um, I'm like, you're gonna have to forgive me because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna invite, uh, controversy. So, you know, there's the whole thing about, like, the, the book of Revelations, what, what it really meant. Mm-hmm. And there were two very vigorous opposing schools of thought on what the, the final days were going to be like. And effectively, there was one that the idea that somehow we were going to be magically transported. Let me rephrase that because that 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 comes with its own loaded baggage. The idea that somehow like the the chosen few were going to be picked off the earth. You know, there was going to be this period of calamity, and then like everything was you know, like you know, the Messiah was going to come back, and everything was going to be you know, the forces of evil were going to be finally vanquished, and. You know, like the 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 the, the, rain, the the thousand years of peace and all that stuff was gonna come after that with the Messiah at the head and you know the heavenly court and all that stuff. There was one that was very invested in the idea that God was not going to take care of our problems. That the idea that you know, like the idea that effectively. You know, we were going through. We were going to go through this period of tribulation and stuff like that, but at the end of it, you know, you know, we we came to the kind of the realization that you were you were you and I I am me and we are we and we are all in this together. And mankind makes the kingdom. You know, basically we we we, we sort our shit. We get a problem, you know, like we come to the realization that, the, you know, like the, the, the escape vectors off the rock are very restricted. But more to the point is that, you know, like really, again, not everything has to be a threat. You know, like we, we you know, like at the end of the end of the day, we, we, we are, we, you are me and I, you are me and I am you and we are we and we are in this together. And we build that kingdom and at the period, you know, basically after that thousand years of peace, then the boss comes back, and it's like, okay, let's let's go let's go let's go on the next adventure. And where we live in is the world where that that school of thought lost. Yeah, I mean, so it's... we we are, we we are you know like uh, Christopher Hitchens was I, I don't know if you're are you, are you familiar with him at all? No, he was a journalist. So. Uh, you know, and again, he was a, he was a professional media atheist. Uh, did a bunch of work uh, documenting the Iraq War, and um, you know, just kind of Saddam Hussein's rise to power, and like really just the fucked up shit that led to that whole situation. But um, you know, there 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 is a certain truth to the undercurrent the the undercurrent right now, where. The world is being directed by variations of these ideologies that effectively they want the world to end because they don't they don't you know like again there's this it's not a productive it's not it's not an exercise in we're making things better it's that if we get rid of all of this the better thing will come and 
there's a problem with that because we are optimized to <laughs> we are optimized to smash things. Well, yeah. The, the makey, the makey, the makey, not, the makey better thingy is a little tougher. Well, I think I think religion, specifically Christianity, because that's what I have the most experience with, took that kind of path where it was you know God's going to solve everyone's problems. But I do think ultimately it was a fa- it was a failure because there are definitely plenty of people um, that I, think like God will take care of it. But I definitely think there's definitely I would I would believe anyway. I don't have the statistics to back this up. I would say there are far more atheists now than there were 30, 40, 50 years ago. Would you agree with that? Disagree with that? Well, in America, I'm I'm talking about America. Worldwide, I I wouldn't know. So here's, here's the brass tacks. Is it really changed percentage-wise? Or is it people just being more honest in how they report? You know, it's like the same thing like you do a fucking election. Pardon my French, but you do a fucking election. Where it's like, I would never vote, Repu- you know, I'm never going to vote for, like, an awful lot of people, you know, conspiracy theories aside, an awful lot of people voted for Donald Trump that said that they didn't vote for Donald Trump. No, absolutely. You know, I mean. and a lot, of, you know, it, again, it, it people... People will not convey reality because they perceive that there's a cost for it, and you know there is there is a, there is a certain cost because but that this is the whole thing. It's like I just I I you have two problems, which is that like as long as there's no cost for as long as the co- potential cost for misrepresenting yourself is less than the cost of having this thing disclosed they'll still they'll they'll still they'll, they'll they'll still take they'll still take the kick in the plums you know it's like it's it's like we know that there's bad shit in our user user license agreements but we still kind of we still like go through i have a, i have a not completely related but <clears throat> kind of related to that statement specifically like uh posturing um so obviously it's in been in the news Lately, the che- what's your opinion on the North Korea thing? Did the Cheeto and his fucking idiot friends fuck the deal up, or was this just posturing and was this complete bullshit from North Korea? Do you know enough about it to even yes. talk about it? No, I assume you do. You're yes. pretty well read. But what's your what's your what do you feel? How do you feel about it? Or is it a combination of both? Maybe. So there there were you you. A bunch of things that are just going to ruin that whole thing, which is that um, end of the day, North North Korea and South Korea are not our problem. And when I say that, when I say that, it's not like I'm saying like abandon that. The North Korea and South Korea situation is something that those two guys got to sort out. You know, because I. Kim, yeah, Kim, 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 Kim's family. As long as they are in power, that is not going to happen. Kim can't let go of power because they'll fucking Qaddafi. They'll Qaddafi his ass. Like, I mean, like he already killed. You know, like he his siblings that he's killed. You know, his uncles. You know, but 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 besides that, 
The problem is, is that if you let if you let Kim go, or whoever you know, like if you don't have a successor, because it's also like this this balancing act where effectively you have to find somebody who can step in, but it's not strong enough to depose you while you're in that because you know it, it, it's it's the it's a very tenuous grip on power any autocrat like that, you know, like any dictator has. And it, it, it's this thing, too, where it's that, that, you know, you let the military, you know, like he, he, let's say he steps down. The military is the only freaking organization in the country. And you have this breakdown to North Korea basically go, maybe going to the military edge, you know, like fiefdoms, or, you know, like you have, you have territories, like fucking Mogadishu broke down to during you know like during the war, um, you know I mean like they're 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 a little better equipped, but it, it but it's also like you effectively have China is not going to want an unstable border state. Well, they can't do it. Like they the last thing China wants is for the North Koreans to you know, start the, you know, like you know, evacuating well, to them. No, but do you, do you, I mean like do, the truth be told, like yeah, this gets this gets into the whole fucking levers of power and stuff like that. I mean half that shit. Um, the two things that are probably going to come out of whatever you want to call the situation that we're in right now politically is that China is going to take over. China is going to make the transition as the only Asian power that really matters. Like, you know, the U.S. the U.S. the U.S. is the U.S. is effectively going to be removed from play. You think South Korea is going to be okay with that? I think South Korea is going to do whatever it needs to do. I mean, like you know, if, the 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 gist of it is is that um, we have had this kind of tenuous. How would you put it? There's been a whole bunch of going through the motions, and as long as like there's been a there's been a world stage that instead of things changing around it was basically as long as people didn't say certain things reality did not have to reflect how you were talking about it right the whole you know the whole nuclear deal you know the reunification with south korea stuff like that is that uh i would put dollars to donuts that kim and jong-un or jong Actually, it's no, because Kim is his last name, right? But the the Kim basically um, got told by Xi Jinping to cut that shit out. Like you know, because again, part of it, you know, part of it was that they destroyed their test area, or they did they did damage to their test area for their their nuclear bomb detonations. Um, I mean, like North Korea has always been very resource constrained. Like their whole their whole military is effectively funded by black market shit, to, for the most part. I mean, like you know, they had their their industrial cooperation zone with South Korea, but the last time that like poli- the political situation went all crappy. That aside, um, I mean, South Korea has been talking about doing at least like trying to get 
reunification or I don't know reunification. Basically, the the actual end. You know, like because you, when you got to end the war, right? You know, because that's still that's still technically ongoing. But you know, like they're trying they're trying. South Korea is not. South Korea is a very different country than I. Th- if if people even think about it here, South Korea is not. America, South Korea is not Japan. South Korea is not England. It's like you know, like it is. It is, the equivalent of how. It's like China from the other end, so China came from this communist background. To these planned economy, you know, like to basically so, but you know, like you have, you have these industrial powerhouses in China that are effectively extensions of the state. You know, they're, 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 it's, it's how, it's how like, you know, like there, there's a very, there's a, there's a very ephemeral division between the interest of the state and the interest of the Chinese sure. multinational corporations. I mean, you know, and again, like we'll, we'll let, we'll let people get to business. I mean, South Korea South Korea's almost their entire economy is built on these things called chai balls or kai balls, which are these top to bottom corporate, corporate like conglomerates, like, um, you know, like Hyundai. Hyundai makes fucking refrigerators and generators and cars and ships and they sell insurance, you know, like Samsung. I mean, like, you know, you have these, you have these companies that basically are. Um, I mean, China, uh, Japan had some some stuff like this too, like Mitsubishi. Like you know, you don't think of Mitsubishi as a bank. You don't think of Mitsubishi like Mitsubishi. You know, not that they make cars here, but I mean, like overseas. But like Mitsubishi is a heavy industrial ma- manufacturer. They're a Suzuki. bank. They're an electronics company. They they have the world's largest refrigerated storage system because they run their own fishing fleets and are basically yanking all the tuna. Like they're they're stockpiling tuna. For when the fisheries collapse. Yeah, we've got that here, though. Well, so that's I mean, what like, Walmart is, isn't it? Well, so ours is a little different. I mean, like you know, the, the, you can you can say that effectively all of them are the uh, result of, um, you know, again, sound too much like a freaking eighties uh, cyberpunk stuff. Corporatocracies. You know, like we have businesses that effectively decide the policies of. We, you know, we, we have businesses that effectively decide how things are going to go. You know, actually, one, one, it's funny because what was it? Uh, the, you know, we talk we talk about ideologies, um, planned, you know, like so socialism, commun, you know, collective collective things, uh, the, uh, uh, the communist schools of economics, planned economies. They were supposed to be so bad. Meanwhile, fucking Jeff Bezos, and Amazon have like effectively amassed the greatest for you know the greatest documented fortune in the history of man you know like where he's building his own fucking space program for the laws yeah. you know but it's i mean like you know and you have some you have some i mean you ob- there are obviously people who are richer like but you know you're talking like Vladimir Putin or the guys who are you know Vladimir Putin and his cr- you know his crew 
and the guys who are like you know oil princes, you know like pe- people people who basically have petro states. But Jeff, you know whether that's healthy or not, that that is that is a conversation worth having. But that's a separate discussion. Sure. But you have a company that effectively has that has a planned economy that is bigger than California's, and it's like. Um, I guess from an empirical standpoint, whatever else you say about it, um, I guess that shit actually does work in the real world because, you know, I mean, like they're, 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 they're doing it, you know, I mean, like you, you can, you can get into the whole thing of like whether the labor relationship is all fucked up and that's a thing, but, um, you, you know, like South, South Korea comes from this background of having these multiple military dictatorships like you know they 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 the, the the I mean like the south south korea is a, south korea is a very they have a lot of history and what I mean like that is like china china after the the the, the revolution has had a very big problem where um, during the Cultural Revolution they 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 scrubbed a lot of their previous history. Yeah. You know, You've like touched they, on they, this they, before. It's become like this new China where there's very little where hearkening to the olden days, looking to the previous culture, whatever was the new regime almost forbade. Right, I mean, is that kind of the gist of it? Yes, would you, say? you know, yeah. and like they're they're trying to get back to it, but it's also like you went to a lot of effort to kind of get rid of it. So it's there. There's this. There's this very fundamental problem where you can't have an honest conversation about things, which is that if China cannot admit that outside parties have more authentic a sense of themselves. Than the Chinese, you know, like the, the the Chinese state does, because it's they are they they fled because they had contradictory, you know, basically, you know, like there there are irreconcilable differences between those parties in China, mm-hmm. and you know, like it, it, it it's just it's just a mess. Um, but South Korea was in the same position that China was. At least from the perspective of like, we had they had suffered massive losses um, after World War Two. You know, you had basically the Korean War breakout, and like both countries were basically beat to beat to dog snot. You know, it's just it was not it was not good, and South Korea uh, followed kind of the Japanese model of rebuilding themselves after after the war. But their their primary institution that they did this through was through the advent of what they call kaiballs, and kaiballs are these like family held companies at the time. You know, like they've expanded past that. But the the government at the time basically said, "Here, we will do what you need to. You know, like we will do what you need to do. We will do whatever we need to do to wreck." To wreck this shit, as it were, you know, like to, to, to not they were, like they were made, they were appointed economic gatekeepers, essentially. Yes, and it's like it's just fucking. You need the money. We will get. We will get it somehow, and that's how. Like you have, you go from Samsung. Like you went from 
you know, like making knockoff transistor radios and stuff like that, like Samsung had a power outage and effectively 10%, like a power outage at one of their factories, 10% of the flash production for this year just disappeared. Like we, we, we lost, you know, like I, 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 I like effectively the entire planet is affected by this one company having a power outage in their factory. And it's not like, it's not like it's a, you know, like this is millions of units, but they're, they have been so prodigious at like just corn, you know, basically they just do it better. So nobody can move in. And because they had one burp, it's the equivalent of, you know, it's like, it's like that liking where the, the, the Ford, Basically had to stop making F-150s because they ran, like, the, the factory cracked and they couldn't make the parts for it. So it's just like, oh, I guess the, I guess our production of this thing that, this license to print money, we have to stop it because, you know, but like, yeah, so you have, you have Samsung, Samsung, you, you know, you live, you are, you go to work for Samsung, you were, you sit at a desk that was made by a Samsung subsidiary you go home to a house that was built by a Samsung construction company that has its television and internet provided by a Samsung telecom. You go, you know, you, you, you drive to work in a Samsung car. Yeah, but I mean... You go to a Samsung, you go to a Samsung fucking Disney World theme park. It's a tiny country, though, comparatively speaking. I mean, that's... This is, the, is this not... Do you think this is not a product of... This is, this is how we're going to have to survive this is the only way because if it was everyone trying to do a bunch of different things we might not get any they might not get anywhere well i think that with the current paradigm it's going to consolidate down to that and the only real way to get around that i mean like you you know we have this now like we talk about you know like ideology we're gonna fucking bring the jobs back it's like no we're not gonna bring they're, we're gonna we're gonna buy machines to do that stuff here, yeah. if anything, and it's because the transportation cost or some fucking administrative thing basically makes it too expensive to go around. You know, it, you get invested in these ideas that somehow, like, just because someone else doesn't have a job doesn't mean I get it. Right. You know? No. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a. Yeah. It's. There, you can't go back in time. You can't, like, all oh, these factory jobs we lost. You can't go back because there are, and for good reason, regulations from, like, the EPA and, like, and the DEC and things like that where it's a good thing these things happen. Like, you can't go back to the industrial age. We just, we need, we obviously need to move forward and find better ways in a, you know, that was the whole thing in the 90s or the 80s, maybe, even a service-based economy. We never figured that out, truly. We still haven't figured it out. I don't know if, and I don't know if that's just some hot, hot word that's horseshit. There's, it's, it's not, it doesn't work like that. Because, again, it's this idea that somehow we're all going to sell each other fucking insurance. Right. And it's, you know, um, this, this line of conversation gets super fucking depressing super quickly it sure does because you start doing like you can do math and it's again like put the problem the only the only upside is the only upside is is this gets back to that whole idea of how we're really shit at predicting the future and it's because we can only think we we more often than not can only think of things as threats 
Mm. No, we don't. We don't. We we're not. I mean, the the, the gist is is that yeah, you know, we get our, we get our, we get our super awesome slave race of robots to replace our not slave race. You know, except you know for the whole like not paying them fairly and stuff like that. But people in the third world make all our shit for us, and really, it's uh, really it's a holdout. It's kind of a race because. Uh, either one, everything goes super shitty, super bad, and we get to the expanse scenario where, like, Earth is kind of like a clapped-out hellhole, and everybody has a universal basic income because that there's not, you know, like, it's this, it's it's this like flip side where it's like we've everything has gotten cheap to make from a, a labor perspective, but nobody can work, so everybody's kind of like equally poor. Because there's nothing to fucking you know like there, there are no ventures to to well, pursue really to to make and there's nothing left to make. Well, it, it, there there's stuff to make, but I mean like I don't know if you have you seen the Expanse at all? No, I don't know what you're talking about. It's all a right. show, I assume. Well, yeah, there's a it's a, it's a bunch of books too, but the, uh, effectively it's this idea that um you have these three populations of human beings, which is that you have the Earthers which are everybody that's left on Earth. Earth is kind of just like in this... Earth is a, Earth is not necessarily a dying planet, but it's like Rio de Janeiro all over the place. Like it is in the Aliens franchise? Yeah, you know, like it's just kind of like we've, we've we done used the place up. Sure. And it's this thing where like we've we've automated all this stuff. Like we still have technology and stuff like that. Or you know, like, you know, it's, it's still a technologically advanced civilization but the problem is is that because we've like we don't need people to do most of the work of production anymore it's there's nothing for them to do i mean like there's no there's no use you know useful useful is a loaded word but you know it's like the whole premise the whole premise of how we live is based on this idea that somehow we're doing something that we're going to get paid for and if there's no reason to have people do the thing that they get paid for, then either one, they fucking starve to death, or we go to u- universal basic income. And the gist with the universal basic income is it's enough to go buy food and stuff like that, but it's like, it's not, you're not getting rich on public assistance. Right. Because, you know, and then actually, it's a problem in that with, the, yeah, the universal basic income is not public assistance, it's effectively. We have institutionally unemployed you forever, right? You know, and so, but you have you have everybody on Earth. You have Earth, and you have the Earth government, and you have like some corporations that are still on Earth. But you have, you know, basically the main stuff that they do now. The areas of growth are on the outlying things. So you have the, you have the the Martian Republic, which is basically the first colony setup that the Earth had done. You know, they built their dome cities and stuff like that. And uh, Mars Mars was doing um, legwork. You have the Martian population. It's kind of, you know, again, it's, it's so you have, you have, you have your different, um, you have your different hierarchies because Mars equates to kind of what um, the United States did during the revolution, which is that um, we had 
this um, situation where we were doing we were doing research, resource extraction. You know the British model. Is this is this pretty much like um, Total Recall with Arnold, not with Colin Farrell? Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, like you know, Earth Earth is closer to Colin Farrell's Earth. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Mars is closer to Arnold's Mars. Yes. So gotcha. you know, so um, I mean, Mars is actually the most technologically advanced out of all of them. Uh, I mean, like you have some outlier stuff, but because uh, the the whole the whole gist of it is is that Mars is um, Mars is resource constrained until this one technology becomes available to them, what they call the Epstein Drive or something like that. And then, you know, the details don't matter. But the, the gist is is that Mars was beholden to Earth until the point where they basically got the tech the, the tech that they didn't need to get support from Earth anymore to maintain the planet you like know, our few like if like if 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 a, if a certain population like let's say america figured out fusion te- fusion technology or something like some uh quantum leap in technology to advance all, all of human life essentially is that kind of what you're talking about yes so yeah because what the what the what the epstein drive basically did was the whole the whole the, the thing was is that it like was this quant, you know quantum leap no pun intended <laughs> But it was, um, you know, like basically it made it practical to travel to the outer planets and the asteroid belt. And the asteroid belt is where all the big money lies because the gist is, is that, you know, Mars is a clapped out hellhole, you know, real and real and fictional, but you need resources to make it basically livable. And that was the thing was that you, if you can get to the, you know, this is kind of things that they've talked about before. Um, but, you know, the, the asteroid belt is full of minerals, but it's also full of ice. Mm-hmm. If you get ice, you get water, water. and you can do, uh, but yes. So you have, you have the Mar, you have the Martian Republic, which is basically, um, you know, life is real hard and stuff like that, but you're trying, you know, like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an opportunity for growth. And it's like the, it's the most it's the most it's the most vital of all the communities that like are in Earth's like in in our solar system in the in this universe. And you have what they call the belters, and the belters are basically like the fucking the mine you know the mining slash janitorial crew. Like they're the they're the they're the steerage class people in fucking Titanic. You know, like when the boat the boat was going down, they locked them down there. Yes, it almost seems. Is every like high, like high cognition sci-fi show like based off this premise? Because this sounds like Firefly too. No, you, you get into it, but yeah, well, because unfortunately, there's 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 a precedent for it. Um, I mean, like you know, we don't have fusion torches or nothing like that yet, but I, I I've I've made the comment that effectively we are in the sh- we are the culmination of all the shitty sci-fi timelines simultaneously right now, <laughs> yeah. and our only hope is that it's like Mr. Burns when he had like every disease on Earth, including sympathetic pregnancy, <laughs> and as long as he has all of them together, none not not a single one can really take over. So like we're okay, but as soon as the balance of power the balance of power between all of them is upset. It will just freaking spill out onto us. So yeah, like we're like we're like in the pre-war like Star Trek Fallout Four, uh, Mad Max, 
the you know like we're we're not in the bad stuff that happened afterwards, but we're like in that period that leads up to it. That is terrifying, but uh, I think the Cheeto's doing his best to fucking make that come to fruition sooner rather than later. It ain't his problem. He's got a bunker. It's true. We paid for it. But uh, well. Oh, it was a it was a good talk. We definitely missed having Trace, but uh, I think we did did pretty good, Gunner. You and I. Hugs, <laughs> hugs, Trace. Yeah, hugs, Trace, and safe travels. I hope uh, hope the wedding goes well. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody once again for joining us here at the Friendship Snake Podcast. But uh, it is late or early, depending on how you look at it, and it is time for us to get going. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake.